You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. Welcome to a new series of the Faith Roots Podcast. This series is going to be dedicated to helping you understand money. Some of you may have heard me teach some of these things before. I will be introducing some new material. Uh, I hope you will take notes and carefully meditate these things because these are the keys that will help you to rise up out of financial oppression and the spirit of poverty. I came out of that. My life changed, and I want to share what I learned with you. Now, before I get started, I want to ask you to consider supporting our Faith Roots podcast. Your generosity is what helps keep this going. I do need help to cover the costs. There are ongoing costs of producing and editing this and putting it out and so forth. So you can go to my website, myfaithroots.com, check there or click there on the giving link, and it'll tell you everything you need to know about making your tax-deductible gift, and uh, we certainly do appreciate it. Thank you very much. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, New King James Version. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth. Now, it's interesting to note that God is not said to give people money anywhere in the Scriptures, Old Testament or New Testament. Uh, There is no promise from God that He does that. There is a promise of God to bless you, but God is not in the business of giving people money directly. So it's important to understand that. How He provides is through a process. And this process is incredibly important. If you skip the process, if you don't understand the process, you're going to miss the safeguards that God put into His financial system. Now, this is very important because the pursuit of money without putting God first in your life will lead to a misplaced priority where money rules you. And money can rule you even when you have very little of it. There are a lot of people that are controlled by money who have no money. It is this constant longing for money, seeking after money, resentment over not having money that absolutely warps and shapes their thinking in the wrong way. And so it's important for you to go after what God has for you in the process that He established. The process has built-in safeguards. Now, the Hebrew word for power, the Lord gives us the power to get wealth, is koach. And it means force. It also means capacity, means, produce, and ability. So let me read it like that. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to get wealth, the means to get wealth. God doesn't give you the wealth directly, but He puts into your hands the means to get it. Now, the idea is that God's blessing is given in a raw, undeveloped form that must be converted into a more useful medium. 
Now, I want to read to you from the book of Isaiah. And Isaiah had a lot to say about this. It's a messianic prophecy. It's about what will happen when the Messiah rules and reigns on planet Earth. But instead of the Messiah directly giving money to the Hebrew people in Israel, and that's to the, the group that Isaiah wrote to, it's interesting that God is still in the millennial reign using this process. So let's read it. Isaiah 60 and verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people, but the Lord will arise over you, and His glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be nursed at your side. Then you shall see and become radiant, and your heart shall swell with joy." because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. Now the King James says the abundance of the sea will be converted to you. Understand that word, convert. It means to change something from one form to another. The wealth of the Gentiles will come to you. The multitude of camels shall cover your land. The dromedaries of Midian and Ephah and those from Sheba shall come. So here it is over and over and over again. God promises to bless the children of Israel in the millennial reign when they're under the guidance of the Messiah. But even then, the Messiah is not dripping money on them out of heaven. He is using natural processes and people to bring what they have come by with the process to bring it to the children of Israel. That's what we see. Now, all of the things that we see today on earth, all the skyscrapers, the glass, the, the wood in the offices, the big desks, the, the, the carpets, the, all the different fabrics that are created out of petrochemicals and plastics, all of those things, the copper wires that, that flow through our buildings to bring us electricity, all of the different elements that are used to cause modern society to function, every bit of it was here when God created the earth, but it didn't look like it does today. All of these things had to be converted. And this is where a lot of God's people foul up in their thinking. They want to receive what is already refined. Money is a refined resource. That means that it existed in some other form before it became money. And when you look for refined things, when you should be looking at the raw things, that's where you're going to make a mistake. So a lot of people who don't have money are asking themselves this question, how can I get money? And the truth is you're thinking totally wrong, totally and completely wrong. You've got to change the way you think. What you need to be thinking instead is this, what raw thing 
has God put into my hands? What is in my reach? What undeveloped thing is there that I can take and refine and turn into supply? What is that? That's what the whole earth has done. Do you know that most of the world understands this? It is for this reason that Jesus said the children of this world have more business sense than the children of light. And he said that in the Gospel of Luke. And what does that mean? Well, the reason the children of the world have more business sense is they're not looking for God to dump refined blessings on them. So many of God's children are waiting for God to have someone come to bring them money. And we think that's how it all works. And for good reason. It is because in our quest to teach people that God wants to bless you financially, we often hear preachers tell stories about miracles that happened financially, how someone they did not even know came to them, gave them money, gave them what they needed at just the right moment without telling that there was a relationship there before. Now, I'm not saying uh, that they lied when they said, I didn't even know this person who gave me money. I'm not saying that. But they're failing to tell you that the person who brought the money or sent the money or mailed the money was someone who had been blessed by that ministry. There was already a relationship there. The idea that someone just got up in the morning and never heard of this guy before and suddenly wrote out a check and gave them all kinds of money. Listen to me. That does not happen. I'm not saying it's never happened one time, but for the most part, it does not. And yet those are fantastic stories, and we all love the miracle stories. They're very exciting, uh, routine things we often overlook. But let me tell you this. God is going to bless you more through routine things than what you will ever receive with miracles. And, uh, and you better get settled on that. Raw and, unconver and unconverted things are how he blesses us. It's up to us to convert those things into what is secondary or refined. Now, God makes it very clear that he provides for his children this way. I want to read you a story. This in 2 Kings chapter 4. And it illustrates a great deal about how God thinks about money. And here's a woman who needed a financial miracle. She didn't have time to start a business. She didn't have time to save up her money. She didn't have time to earn so that she could pay off a debt. Let me read this to you. 2 Kings chapter 4. A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophet cried out to Elisha, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. So Elisha said to her, What shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? Now, this is important, because he wants the woman to see that she is not powerless, that she has something that can be converted. And this is what God wants us to think, and it's how he wants us to think. Jesus did the same thing. 
when he multiplied the loaves and the fishes, he looked at the disciples and said to them concerning the hungry multitude, 5,000 people, he said, you give them something to eat. And they did exactly what this woman did. They immediately talked about their lack. And this is what the woman said, your maidservant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Now, obviously, this jar of oil wasn't enough, but it was something that she had. God expected her to use it. In other words, God always works with something that is in your grasp, something that you have. You may not think you have anything, but you're going to have to learn to think different. Now, listen, then the prophet said, go borrow vessels from everywhere, from all your neighbors, empty vessels, do not gather just a few. When you've come in, you shall shut the door behind you and your sons, then pour it into those vessels and set aside the full ones. So she went, and she shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out, and it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there's not a vessel more. There's not another one. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go sell the oil, pay your debt, and you and your sons shall live on the rest. Now, don't you think that God could have created money to put into that woman's hand? Certainly. Even if he didn't create money, like whatever the coin of the realm was, he could easily have made a chunk of gold that could have been sold, but he didn't do it. He did something creative, but he worked with something she already had. Now that is the story of God's provision. He is going to work with what you have even when what you have is not nearly enough to pay the bills. But that's how he is going to get blessing to you. It is a process. There's not one record where God minted coins or created money to meet a need. Yeah, Jesus sent Peter to fish, but the coin was already created. The supernatural element was that Peter caught the fish and found the coin in its mouth. And Jesus knew that the blessing of God would guide him to that moment. Now, could he have created a coin? Certainly, but it didn't because God didn't want to break his pattern. The pattern is he blesses something that's already in existence in order to get you what you need. The miracle money stories okay, that we hear when somebody says, somebody I didn't even know, gave me money. That money was already in existence. It was not God who created that money. It was God that moved on someone's heart. But all the time, it is that someone was moved on because there was a previous blessing poured on them through the minister who received back the gift. And so it's important to understand how this works. I'm going to say this many times during the series. People don't get up in the morning thinking of ways to give you their money. You're going to have to work a process to be blessed financially, but I'm going to teach you how to do that. Don't miss tomorrow's episode. 
I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.